writing, the craft of writing. Here is the great Frank DeFord being interviewed by the editor of Sports Illustrated, Terry McDonald, about Frank DeFord, the greatest sports writer's story. Sports writing, um, I won't say it was nefarious, but it certainly was looked down upon in, in, in many respects and had been for a long time. Sports writers wrote differently than other writers. We were always called scribes, and we wrote in convoluted way and used different language. Hmm. Sports writers tended to be homers. Um, I mean, they even named a stadium in San Diego after a sports writer. Can you imagine that today? Nowhere in the world would you do that. And there was a lot of um, under-the-table payments. I mean, there was a lot of crookedness in sports writing. Hmm. You had a, be- a boxing match coming to Austin. Well, I shouldn't say Austin or anywhere. Uh, <laughs> you would slip a little money to the sports writer, to the sports editor. It was that kind of business. It was just a little bit shady. And, um, and I came in at that time when it was becoming respectable. Hmm, interesting. About the same time Rod Serling is writing The Twilight Zone. And I must say, um, a large part of that respectability was because of the uh, creation of Sports Illustrated in 1954. That, that gave it uh, a cachet that it had never had before. Now, the sun was up. I came in eight years later in 1962, and it was becoming a little more respectable profession. Now, listen to Terry McDonald give you an example of Frank DeFord's writing and his thinking about the craft of writing in sports. This is what Frank wrote in um, Everybody's All-American in 1981. He's talking about being a natural. That it is the natural part of being a natural athlete, not that you are capable of performing naturally, but that you are natural in accepting the fact. (laughs) Frank, right? But, the, but the, the rap on Frank was that he was a natural writer. And this drew um, many, many reactions, actually. And I can't wait to ask Scott Shepard, are you born as a writer, or is it something you can develop? I knew I was a natural. And, and I, I know that sounds vain, but sometimes you, you are blessed and you're given a gift. And I always follow that up by saying, how many natural athletes I knew who blew it, who, because it all came so easy, didn't work hard, didn't build on that natural gift. And so that prodded me, Terry. I knew that I had been blessed and could write. He knew he could write. It is God-given. And I've met a great many writers who were not natural, who succeeded tremendously. So it's, it's not like, well, you've been given the key and now you open the door and go through. There are a lot of people who didn't get that key who had to bang their way in. And once they got in, they wrote better than some of the guys with keys. Here's the best part. It's really not about the sports. If you're a writer, the topic almost doesn't matter. You just have to do it very well and tell a story. You know why Rod Serling which we'll get into in the next segment, wrote science fiction and mystery. Because in the late 50s and early 60s in America, you couldn't talk about segregation, bigotry, fascism. These were hot-button topics that nobody was interested in. 
And if you wrote about them, you weren't going to get your show on. But if he had a robot or an alien being held out of a job, people got a kick out of that. So he could tell his stories through science fiction and mystery and the Twilight Zone, and nobody bothered him. So he secretly got his message across. Well, Frank DeFord is about to tell you, I may have been a sports writer, but I could care less about the sport. I never wanted to cover the games. I was lucky that I had to for seven or eight years. It was wonderful. The, the excerpt that you used this, this week, Sports Illustrated, is about the NBA. And to have to cover it and, and to, to be in the locker room and, and to, you know, sort of to be not just the kid but the private first class, to be sitting there and, and to, to get to know athletes and to travel and, and do all that, I'm glad that I had uh, almost a decade of it. But at, at that point I knew I couldn't do that anymore. I did not want to grow old as Mr. Basketball. Who knew all the facts and all the figures. I never cared about that. And who gave him that inspiration? Well, the editor of Sports Illustrated, Andre Laguerre. Big deal. A big deal. Listen to what Laguerre told him when he said to Laguerre he was getting married. When I told Laguerre that I was going to get married, we were standing at the bar. I was making $10,000 a year. A lot of money in those days. And... He put his scotch down and he said, oh, Frankie, that's the worst news I've heard in weeks. <laughs> 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 a real romantic. And um, he said, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a $3,000 raise if you don't marry her. <laughs> that's 30%. And oh, that's hilarious. He said, kid, it doesn't matter what you write about. All that matters is how well you write. Boy, that, that meant the world to me because I think all of us wrestled with, is writing sports serious? I mean, are you throwing your life away just going to games? What, uh, what are your grandchildren going to say to you? Uh, did you cover the civil rights? Did you cover Vietnam? No, I was at the Stanley Cup. <laughs> you, know, you, you worried about that. And he said that to me one night, and it, it meant... It meant a great deal that all that really counted at the end of the day was how well you wrote something. And that's exactly what Rod Serling did in The Twilight Zone. And coming up next, we'll get into it. Wait till you hear him say how easy it is to come up with an idea, but actually to sit down and put it on paper, you begin to bleed. It literally takes something out of you. These are the best of the best these are the writers, but really, they should be called the seers. They see stuff that the rest of us just don't see. Coming up next, we'll get into it. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. Holy emoji, clap man. Weekend Warriors on Facebook. Holy slip disc. That's right, Robin. Hear listeners talk about their aches and pains. Holy hamstrings. Along with Doc's clapper vision. Breathe deeply. And advice to callers. On your toes, Robin. So like, follow, and enjoy. A wise decision. The Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Frankly, I can think of nothing more stimulating. 